can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics fall 122-114 to to the Atlanta Hawks in the Garden. Uh, this was a frustrating game uh, through and through. Uh, offensively, played fairly well. Scored 114, the ball was moving, uh, had some good assists. Uh, defensively, we couldn't stop them. Uh, I'm going to follow today's podcast, same as normal. Uh, go through player of the game to start. Go through some of the positives of today, uh, which was essentially the offense and nothing else. Uh, but we'll touch on you know some of the negatives and, again, some of the things that we need to see moving forward. Uh, and a lot of that stems from consistency. But to start off, uh, I do want to switch things up here and give player of the game to... Someone that hasn't quite gotten there yet, uh, but I want to give it to Time Lord. And not a not a stellar night as far as stats go. But this is the first game where you know he got a, a pretty good run of time. Uh ended with 19 minutes, but every single minute he was on the court, he was incredible. Had, I believe it was honestly all eight of his points might have been from dunks three of them i'm pretty sure were alley-oops and overall just looked solid he had an alley-oop from pritchard uh he had a unbelievable block on gallinari from three to end the first quarter uh had that insane alley-oop from jalen brown had another block on gallinari uh and then he caught an alley-oop from grant so yeah three alley-oops uh eight points Two blocks and just overall played really well tonight. And this was a this was a game where again we're missing Tice, uh, so we had another kind of starting lineup. I think it was number sixteen on the night, sixteen on the season. Excuse me. Um, so it's just tough. It's you know it's another game where no one really caught a good rhythm. Outside of, you know, Time Lord and really Tatum. Tatum played phenomenal tonight. Uh, He's probably deservedly player of the game if you look at what he did. Uh, 35 points, 2 steals, 6 assists, 6 rebounds, 10 of 11 from the line, uh, 11 of 22 from the field. So overall, really, really solid night for Jason Tatum uh, I just think from an energy perspective, you know, Robert Williams was that guy. Tatum had a couple of really bad turnovers late in the game that ultimately kind of blocked our comeback. Uh, I mean, you really can't you, you can't put too much blame on Tatum tonight. The guy he played unbelievable. Uh, again, that stat line is special. You know, it sucks coming in a loss, especially to. A team like the Hawks, where you kind of, you know, we've, we're playing them another two times in the next seven days or something along those lines. But uh, it would have been nice to come out of this one with a victory. Right now, we're right back to 500, 14 and 14 on the season. Uh, looking to switch that up on Friday against Atlanta again. Hopefully, we come up with a different game plan. 
Uh, it doesn't involve Trey Young going off for 40 points, and we'll talk on that in the back half of today's podcast. But you know, the other the other guy that you know I wanted to touch on a little bit today uh, was Jalen Brown, and you know it was a horrible shooting night for Jalen uh, for a large portion of the day, six of 20. Uh, but some of the things that he did really well today were facilitating and and really getting to the line. I mean, the guy he ended with eight of eight from the line and seven assists, led the team in assists. Tatum wasn't far off with six. Uh, but for the large majority of today, you know, Jalen Brown was very aggressive, driving to the hoop, driving to the lane, and. It, a large majority of his plays resulted in either free throws or an assist or a really nice pass that was just a missed shot. I mean, he, he probably could have had 12, 12 assists if you know Celtics hit their shots today. Uh, but overall, we didn't. You know, 10 of 31 from three, uh, 46% from the field. It's not a, not a bad number, but... You know, it's it's tough. You know, we shot 31 threes and did not make a lot of them. Uh, This is kind of another game where, you know, you look at the Celtics as a whole. We had pretty good contributions from some of our guys, but the bench didn't do as much today as they did last game. That's kind of where what it boils down to. Uh, we saw tonight Jeff Teague got in nine minutes, kind of what you'd expect in a game where Kemba's not playing at all. Uh, with that being said, the Celtics did decide to start Javante Green tonight in place of Kemba Walker, and I think a, a large part of that is just due to the fact that Brad doesn't trust Teague playing. And... You know, I'm all for it at this point. If you follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics guy, I've started a, a new hashtag. It's just hashtag release Teague. Uh, make sure to go out and use it. Uh, not that it's going to do any good, but, you know, one can hope. One can hope. Uh, but tonight, jo- Javante Green played pretty well. Uh, he's another one of those just, like, massive energy guys. You know, went in tonight, nine points, four of four from the line, two of four from the field, uh, and he added in two steals, three rebounds. Uh, so overall, played, played a pretty solid game. Uh, the other guy that I was pretty impressed with, and the stat sheet does not show it by any means, uh, is Neesmith. Uh, but what he were, what he was able to do tonight, I mean, he just has a nose for the ball. And if you look at him tonight, I mean, he ended the night with six rebounds, uh, as well as another block in transition. Uh, so the kid just, he can play, and he's getting significantly better on defense. Uh, but he's got a nose for the ball. He really does. He's one of the better rebounders on this team. Uh, well, at least the games that he's gotten significant playing time, he's been up there. Uh, so, you know, good for him. He's making the most out of his minutes again. Didn't shoot much. He only took two shots, made one of them, uh, which was a really nice drive, actually. Uh, but, you know, it's a game where the Celtics just needed more on the defensive end. 
And, you know, we'll, we'll talk on that here in a little bit. I guess before we do so, I want to take a, a quick break uh, for a word from our sponsors. So we'll be right back for some of the negatives of today's podcast. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sportsbook, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, Celtics fans, we are back for the back half of today's podcast. Talk through some of the negatives on some of the things that the Celtics need to turn around before our game on Friday against the Hawks again. Uh, One of the big things that jumped out to me today, Celtics had their 16th different starting lineup uh, of the season in 28 games. it's not super surprising. Again, it's another one of those games where Kemba's out. Uh, more often than not, for the majority of this season, it's been Teague that's gotten those minutes. Uh, he has shown us absolutely nothing. Uh, so I think Brad decided to give Javante Green that shot. Uh, we've talked about Peyton Pritchard really holding his own on the, the second unit, and Brad likes to have some of the can facilitate offense. And... Keeping Pritchard on the really second unit helps. And I, that's kind of where I think Javante Green stepped in today. Played pretty well. Uh, you know, the big thing that it forces the Celtics to do is play in lineups that they're not really comfortable with. And these are rotations that we just haven't seen very often. And when you do that, the offense isn't going to gel. The defense isn't going to gel. The rotations are just different. So there's been zero continuity for this Celtics team all season long. And I'll, I think where it hurts us the most is on the defensive end. And I'm not saying, like, Javante Green overall played pretty well. And if you look at him, I mean, he's moving his feet. He's getting in front of defenders. He's, you know, hitting his rotations. But there are still some circumstances where, you know, help defense is probably over leveraged at times and it leads to an open shot. And this is where, you know, playing with these certain guys, knowing that they can retreat, get back to the guy that they're covering, you don't really need to sag as much. And you don't really get any of that if you're not playing with each other. So for me, the the biggest negative of today, well, the biggest negative of the season at this point is just lack of any continuity from a lineup's perspective. It makes the entire game impossible. It's impossible to manage, and something needs to change. I, I've been saying this all season long at this point. The Celtics are just like the most inconsistent team I have ever seen. Like, we play some games that we look unbelievable 
competing against the best teams. Honestly, it's like the Pistons at this point. They play really well against the best teams in the league and then just play like shit against everyone else. And I'm not saying we played like shit tonight, but it wasn't a good game by any means. You know, again, we put up 114. Respectable score on offense. Uh, but giving up 122 to a, a 12, uh, at the time, 11-16 and 16 Atlanta Hawks team. It's just not something you can do. It's not like it's not sustainable, and I don't know. I don't know what changed between last year and this. Like, yes, we lost Gordon Hayward. I'm not gonna say he was the anchor of our defense. You know, he helped on offense. He was a great facilitator. I just I don't understand where the Celtics lapse in defensive judgment has occurred. And if you look at it tonight, the Hawks just they played a solid game you know Trey Young absolutely killed us 40 points 14 of 20 from the field 8 of 8 from the line and you know even if you look across the board John Collins 20 points Clint Capella 24 points 13 rebounds uh you know even Cam Reddish looked really good tonight like really good tonight 13 points, 7 rebounds, 5 of 8 shooting. Uh, And they just, they torched us everywhere. You know, they shot more free throws than us. They shot a significantly better percentage than us. 57% to our 46. 11% better. They shot better from 3. They had more rebounds. They had... You know, just overall a better game. Overall, just a, a better game. Turn the ball over less than us. I mean, it's it's up and down. Every every part of this team just did not show up on the defensive end. And it shows in the percentages. I mean, 57%. Like, this isn't uh overly explosive offense. You know Trey Young is going to do what Trey Young typically does. He's going to score a lot. Uh, he's a good assist man, but this team is not 122 points worthy. You know, it hurts. This was a night, you know, for the most part, we got to the line. We played a pretty solid game of offensive basketball. You know, we saw the assist numbers go up a little bit, uh, up to 22 assists today. Got to the line, shot 24 of 27 from the line, which is excellent. Uh, But overall, it's just, you know, you can't give up 122 points. They had 21 points off of our turnovers. So, you know, it it is what it is, I guess. It's just another extremely frustrating loss for the Celtics team. And at this point, you just, you don't really know when it's going to end. You know, right now we're at 500. And, you know, we've got the Hawks again on Friday. If we play anything like we did tonight, it's you know we'll be below 500 for the first time I believe since 2015. You know, and it it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. A lot of people are you know freaking out, and while some of it's valid, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's worth kind of saying empty the team, fire everybody. I still am not there yet. And a lot of that kind of comes back to the fact that we just have not had any sort of consistent rotations. We've been hurt 
all season long. You know, again, we're 28 games into the season, and our big four, and I'm not saying this is like they're, our, they're the best four in the league. I'm just saying, like, from what we were expecting from a starting lineup, you're looking at Kemba, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and either Tice or Thompson. But, you know, that lineup has only played, I believe it's 24 minutes together this entire season. So they've played more games than they have minutes together. It's it's just it's not a it's not a recipe for success. And you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to blame the Celtics struggles on that. I'm not going to blame the Celtics struggles on the fact that you know, the schedule is as hard as it is. But the fact of the matter is like, you know, we've shown that we can compete. We're just not doing it consistently. And that to me is is more frustrating. Like I'd almost rather just suck and know that we need to do something. But right now, like we're playing so well one game and then the wheels off the bus, the wheels fall off the bus and we just don't do, we just play like shit the next. And that part is extremely, extremely frustrating uh, for any Celtics fan, especially me. You know, I haven't I haven't missed a game. I haven't missed a minute. I don't think this year, and it's some of the games are extremely fun to watch. Last game, perfect example of that. Played a phenomenal game. Got absolutely torched by Jokic, uh, but overall played a really solid game. Held the score pretty low for them. Uh, shot well on our end. And that's what we need. And I've been talking, you know, about talking about this to a bunch of different Celtics fans and. The level of consistency between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, we really haven't had a ton of nights where both of them are on. You know, we've had a lot of games where Tatum's done excellent shooting, Jalen Brown, not great. But they contribute in other ways, right? Tonight, Jalen Brown shot horrible, but he made up for it, still had a good game because he added on a bunch of assists. There's been a lot of games where Tatum, especially since he got COVID, where he shot 30% and JB has stepped up. But, you know, the amount of time that we've seen them play excellent together, it's not a it's not a crazy high number. And then and then add into the mix that, you know, if we get both of those healthy, both of those guys playing well, is Kemba there? The answer is probably no, considering he's missed more than half of the season so far, and it's still not really changing much because he's missing all the back-to-backs. So we just we haven't had our core three out on the court together playing well together. It's frustrating. You know, we've got the Hawks again on Friday. The one thing I think that needs to change is just the defensive effort. I like that they went with, Javante Green. I like that they gave him more time. One thing that we'll see more more than likely in the game on Friday is, you know, no Teague because Kemba should be back. So Kemba assuming, you know, everything is good, will slip into that starting lineup and the starting lineup will basically stay the same. It'll be Kemba, Jalen, Tatum, 
Shemi, and Thompson, assuming Tice is still hurt. You know, for me, the one thing that needs to change is just defensive intensity. And whether or not that's putting a guy like Jalen on Trey Young and kind of trying to limit his possessions or just kind of trying to do what we did against Jokic and let Trey do his thing but make sure we're locked on everywhere else. I don't really think that's the case on a against this Atlanta team because they've got people that can make plays. But, you know, this is something that coming into this game Friday, we can't we cannot drop below 500. You know, at this point, the Celtics are are fairly lucky that this season has just been weird. You know, right now we're 14 and 14 and we are currently tied for fourth. Technically in fifth place in the East uh, because of the tiebreaker that Indiana has over us. But we're four and a half games out. You know, we're a 500 team or four and a half games out in a 72-game season. So there's a lot of time to make up. There's a lot of time that the Celtics can make something up. So I'm not, not calling it quits on the season yet. Uh, it is definitely a frustrating season. Uh, we still need to just wait for consistency here. And as fans, it's not easy, but it's something that we got to do. So that's what I got for today. Made today a short one for you guys. Uh, make sure to tune in on Friday. If you haven't already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. And make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star rate and review would be greatly appreciated. Uh, and we will talk to you soon. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it.